The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. As this is my first show and we get started, I'd like to share with you my purpose for the show. Even though I'm a psychologist, this is not a show about psychotherapy. It's a show about empowerment and moving forward. It is my intention to give you the ideas, tips, techniques, and information that will educate, empower, and embolden you to be the best you can be. Today, we are starting a series on energy psychology. What is energy psychology, you might ask? I know I did. According to the Association of Comprehensive Energy Psychology, it is a family of integrative approaches to psychotherapy, coaching, and healthcare treatment that works with the mind-body connection, helping people to experience rapid relief from trauma, stress, limiting beliefs, and more. Today we have a special guest, Patricia Butler, who will help us to understand more about energy psychology. Let me tell you a little bit about Patricia. Pat is a psychotherapist who blends talk therapy with innovative approaches from the fields of energy psychology and energy medicine. She's a licensed mental health counselor who provides counseling for the staff at Orlando Health in Central Florida, and she has been using energy psychology with her clients for the past 16 years. Pat holds a diplomate status with the International Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology. She's taught energy psychology and she's a consultant for others who also want to become credentialed. Because of her long-standing interest in mind-body concepts, she's received extensive training in how to work with the body's energy patterns. Welcome, Pat. Thank you, Linda. It's really fun to be with you on your first show. Thank you so much. Um, I was wondering if maybe we could start with, you could share with us some of what your background is and what led you to the work in energy psychology. Well, I have been a licensed mental health counselor for about 25 years, and I'll, I'll never forget the day that I became interested in this work. A colleague of mine had come back from one of the early trainings in this field before it was even called energy psychology, back in 1998. And she demonstrated some of the techniques and told me about it. And I remember laughing about it because it looks so different than talk therapy. One day I confided in her that I was just angry at somebody in my life and I couldn't seem to get rid of this anger even though I used all my, my tools and tricks. So she said, come here, Pat. Let me take you through this process. And in one session, my anger completely dissolved, 
and it never came back. So I couldn't wait to go jump on a plane and get training in this tool because it's perfect for the setting that I work in, which offers brief therapy, and I have loved it ever since. Well, that's amazing when you see that kind of rapid resolution of a problem. Um, Yeah, uh, it's one of the standout features of this particular approach to healing. Um, How do you define energy psychology? I would say that energy psychology is an innovative approach to healing emotional stress or to helping somebody achieve a performance goal by working with the subtle energy patterns within and around the human body. And there is scientific evidence of these patterns. You mentioned the fact that it's a group of tools. It's not just one particular approach. But they all have in common two basic ingredients. One is they combine cognitive methods, which means a therapist or practitioner will have a client think about what bothers them to whatever closeness or distance is comfortable at the same time that the practitioner leads them through a process of moving their own bioenergy patterns. And this combination is remarkable at deactivating negative emotions no matter how long you've had them. So that's kind of how I would describe it. And, and can you tell us a little bit about how this approach to healing developed? Um, it's an interesting story, and it comes from a combination of ancient wisdom about the nature of the body and the energy patterns and these modern psychological principles. Um, so I'll say just a little bit about each. Most people in the West now know about acupuncture, which comes to right. us from ancient China, and it's thousands of years old. And we know that there are hundreds of acupuncture points all over the body that just have stronger electrical properties than non-acupuncture points. These points lie along pathways that are called meridians. And some of these have been mapped out partially with radioactive isotopes. The meridians, according to the ancient Chinese, are associated with specific organs in the body. But it's the next piece that really got my attention. The ancient Chinese correlated different meridians and organs with different emotions. And the example that I'll use with a new client is to say that when we feel afraid or anxious about something, most of us have to go find a restroom because we get that impulse in our bladder meridian to, mm-hmm. to release some of that. And so bladder meridian correlates with ang- uh, anxiety and fear. There are 14 of these major pathways that tend to run vertically up and down the body, and this is one of the systems, the energy systems, that energy psychology works with. There's a second system called the chakra system. This is spelled C-H-A-K-R-A, and it's an old Sanskrit word that means spinning wheel of light, and this comes to us from the ancient Hindu-Indian culture. Apparently, People back then noticed there was, there was simply more energetic activity along certain centers, centers along a central midline of the body. And these centers lie over places where there are bundles of nerves, like the solar plexus and the cardiac plexus, and when there are, where there are endocrine glands, like the adrenals and the thyroid and the, the thymus. So there's just more activity. That's another system that energy psychology can work in. And the third and final one I'll mention is the biofield. 
all living things emit particles of light. We can capture this with photography now. And the biofield is sort of a, an egg-shaped field around the human body that changes depending on the state of our emotions and our physical health. So when you put these together, it comprises kind of an energy, energy anatomy, and this is the dimension that energy psychology works with. So we've got these energy systems that we learned about from thousands of years ago. Fast forward to the last three or four decades, when there are some innovative minds that come along and begin to look at this work and integrate it with modern psychology. So in the 1980s, a Dr. John Diamond, who is a psychiatrist, he started studying the meridian system, and he discovered that, indeed, meridians did correlate with different emotions. And he found that he could strengthen people's meridians by having them state affirmations. Just by changing their thoughts, they could strengthen these meridians, which he validated through a process called muscle testing or energy testing. So this was, this was breakthrough work. But probably the father of energy psychology is a man named, named Dr. Roger Callahan. He's a psychologist from California who sadly we lost about a year or two ago. But he discovered that you could have a client tap on his or her own acupuncture points while they were thinking of a disturbing thought. And if you took them through a series of steps, it would collapse their, their anger or their fear or their resentment. And this was a stunning discovery. And, and more important is the results are pretty durable. So we have knowledge from the ancient cultures combined with modern psychological principles, and that is what makes up energy psychology. Wow, it's it's pretty amazing when you uh, are able to see it actually work as well, I think. And I think um, Dr. Callahan was responsible for a lot of the EFT, the emotional freedom technique work that has just exploded in recent years. And I know next week we're going to focus uh, specifically on, on EFT. And well, Dr. Callahan's original form of therapy was called thought field therapy, with the idea being that thoughts and emotions may actually be encoded in energy fields within and around the body. And EFT, emotional freedom technique, was developed by a man named Gary Craig. And Gary Craig was actually trained in engineering from Stanford, but he got into the helping profession, I believe, as a minister. And he took this training from Dr. Callahan, and he decided he wanted to simplify it and put it out there to the masses. So he developed a, uh, a basic EFT protocol, which you can actually download for free on the Internet. And um, he began teaching it to not only psychotherapists but lay people because his position was there are 7 billion people on the planet and most of us need help. So there was thought field therapy, and that evolved into emotional freedom technique. Right, and I certainly agree with that. It, you know, anytime we can give tools to people that they can actually use themselves without a practitioner, and certainly there are situations where they need a practitioner, but without a practitioner, it's, uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful approach for people to have some relief uh, right away and Definitely. not have to you know, search out a practitioner, or sometimes people don't have anyone available. 
That's right. So they can right. learn. And I think um, the EFTUniverse.com is a good resource, as well as the TappingSolution.com. Right. Mm-hmm. And those are, um, are uh, resources where people can go and get lots of information at no charge. Um, yes. So they, I, they can also, I'm sorry. Go ahead. They mm-hmm. can also get information from the ASEP website. And ASEP is the international nonprofit organization for anybody who wants to learn and discuss and research energy psychology. And that stands for the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology. Their website is energypsych.org. And, uh, in fact, I was talking with the executive director, Dr. Bob um, Schwartz, and he said, well, if any of your listeners want to become members, if you have them use the code PAT25, I'll give them a $25 discount. Well, so, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, we are yeah. warmly welcoming anybody who is interested in this field. Great. I hope uh, people will head over there. And now we need to take a short break. And this is Dr. Linda Sanicola. With, we'll be right back with my guest, Patricia Butler, talking about energy psychology. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. How do you achieve balance in your life? Is it when everything runs in perfect alignment with each other, time, money, and life? You can keep everything in nearly perfect balance. Listen for Be Mighty with K.D. Marley, which is made up of two people, K. Mar and D. Lee. The hosts have worked with small business owners to find the best and most systematic way of tracking both time and money in order to achieve work-life balance to their advantage. The show can help you, too. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. 
Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. We are chatting with our guest, Patricia Butler, today on the subject of emotion, excuse me, energy psychology. So, Pat, can you tell me um, what are some of the, the typical types of problems that can be helped with energy psychology? And how would someone know if they need energy psychology therapy? Well, energy psychology has been repeatedly shown to be very effective with post-traumatic stress and even combat stress. And we are certainly hoping that one day the Veterans Administration will embrace this approach more widely to help all of our traumatized, brave veterans of different theaters of war. But it's good with um, trauma for people who have experienced different events. So emotional trauma is, is a great um, uh, reason to get energy psychology. It helps with simple phobias. Uh, it helps with anger management. It helps with what we call anticipatory anxiety, which might be fear of a job interview or just you know, fear of public speaking. Maybe um, people who have trouble taking tests, that kind test of... Test anxiety has been testing. one of the subjects that it's been, that has, that's been researched in a more formal way. Uh, it has had some applications to, to supplement other treatments for eating disorders and and addictions, and it's even helped people with allergies in some cases. So it truly is a body-mind tool. And um, I have used it with victims of rape, um, with what, I, what you might call complicated grief, where someone hasn't been able to stop grieving about a loved one years and years later, and it's helped loosen up some of those um, stuck emotions. There's very little that it wouldn't help with. Anything that is bothering you that seems to feel stuck would be worthy of trying energy psychology. Now, all of us feel different emotional reactions to life's events. That's normal. It's when an emotion sets up house in our system and it seems to be stuck, almost like if you were tuning in on a radio channel and you were kept getting static and you couldn't dial it in smoothly. So if you have tried talk therapy and it hasn't sufficiently worked or it's helped but you want to be even clearer, if you are getting um, flashbacks from trauma or intrusive thoughts or startle responses um, or other forms of reactivity, that would be a reason to seek out uh, an energy psychology practitioner. Just anything that's bothering you, however mild or however significant. And Energy psychology doesn't replace talk therapy. Um, it's used as a power tool. Of course, you have to establish rapport with a client and, and hear their story, but this really helps deactivate that negative emotion. Any place where you're stuck, any place where perhaps uh, you feel like you want to make progress and you can't move forward, would right. that be a, another way of saying that? Yes, that's okay. a perfect way mm-hmm. to say it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so can you give us some examples of particular situations that you've dealt with or cases and um, maybe tell us a little bit about what happens in a typical energy psychology session? Sure. Um, in terms of cases, I have used it with several clients who have been held at gunpoint, such as mm-hmm. in bank robberies or, or during carjackings. 
And as would happen to any of us, they're left not able to sleep or eat or concentrate or they're terrified about going near the place where they were victimized. In fact, one of the first sessions that I did in the late 90s has always stayed with me because I I, I didn't know if I could get this tool to work or not. I had a healthcare professional come in and see me who was in a bank during a robbery, and she'd had a loaded gun pointed at her chest. So she was certain she was about to die and she would never see her family again. Thankfully, she did not die. She came to see me within about two days of the robbery, and she told me that she she just couldn't function and, and couldn't concentrate, but she didn't want to take any medication. So what could I possibly offer her? Well, I had just recently learned energy psychology, and I explained it to her. I showed her some of the process, and she said, I'll try anything. So I had her focus on the memory to the degree that she was comfortable, which for her was the gun pointed at her heart. And I had her rate her level of distress on a 0 to 10 scale. And as would happen for any of us, it was a 10. I took her through this process, which I'll tell you about, And at the end of the session, the charge level around the emotion dropped to zero. And we were were both stunned. We were Mm -hmm. both stunned. And I happened to um, um, actually see her on campus a few weeks later, and there was nobody around her, so I just glanced her way. And uh, she gave me a thumbs up, which told me that it held. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We had scheduled a follow-up appointment, but she called to cancel it because she didn't need it. She was doing well. So that was a case that really got my attention. Yes, I remember using it uh, with a man who was devastated when he found out his wife had been cheating on him. And he couldn't think clearly about what he wanted to do or what he wanted to say to her. So we worked on that. I used to work over in our cancer center's mind-body medicine program, and I would use both energy psychology and energy medicine with cancer patients. And we'd use the energy psychology to work on things like fear of the next PET scan or MRI that they would be scared about. Or we might use it to do something like deactivate chronic anger at a spouse because they understood that when we're soaking in negative emotions, it, it pulls down the effectiveness of our immune system. So those are a couple of the cases. And, and certainly, I think that it it also holds down the effectiveness of, of our decision making, and our basic coping skills day to day. So when you are, you know, as you say, soaking in that negativity, you can't be the best you can be. You cannot make good decisions as you move through your day. Even small decisions, you get stuck on or paralyzed with. That is so true. Um, in fact, I'd love to attribute the following quote to the, to the author. I can't think who it is, but stress makes us stupid. Yes. <laughs> when we're so stressed. That's one of my favorite sayings. <laughs> oh, we we yes. can't remember information. Sometimes we right. can't remember our own phone number. We right. can't process data, and it's often because some of the blood from the prefrontal cortex drains to support the... Uh, the autonomic nervous system and the the limbic system, right? Or right. Um, we're right brain dominant or left brain dominant, so we we're all wrapped up in our emotions, but we can't get to the data. So you're so right, right? And and I know in 
I've had a similar experience as have you. Uh, when I first started using EFT, I was in a situation in my office where I was kind of desperate because the situation was escalating and the person was in extreme distress. And I just sort of thought, well, I just learned about this new technique. I'm going to give it a try. And in maybe 10 or 15 minutes time, the individual's rate of distress, which had gone, as you say, from a 10 all the way down to a zero. And they're like looking at me like, oh, I'm fine now. No problem. Yeah. Oh, and I thought, that must be a fluke, or, or you know, how must how must that work? And and subsequently, I have consistently seen similar results, and it is really quite interesting and amazing to see. It is for for the first few years I did this. When they would tell me it was a zero, I would say, "Really? Are you sure?" Because <laughs> I <didn't laughs> yes. believe it. Because we didn't analyze anything, we didn't talk about their childhood or how their mother treated them. Um, they weren't given any, you know, medication for this, and medication absolutely has its place. That works on the right. biochemical level. Right. But to see these kinds of results that are rapid and gentle and non-invasive and compatible with every other form of healing, right. is, uh, it really gets your attention. And and I think one of the things that I like about it is that the worst thing that can happen is it might not work. Right. You know, it might be not the right tool for someone, although in my experience that's that's very rare, but it can cannot cause any harm to my knowledge. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, well, I don't feel much better, or maybe I just feel a little bit better, not all the way better. And uh, so that's, that's a pretty good resource to have that offers tremendous potential for feeling better, for feeling well, and really not much of a downside. You know, in the 16 years that I've done this work, I have never seen a negative side effect. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I've just never mm-hmm. seen one. The only thing that I've ever noticed is on very rare occasions, there will be a wave of emotion, of emotion that will come up and out as it's leaving the, the mind and the energy field. Yes. But it never lasts. <laughs> it moves through in a matter of you know, 30 to, seconds to 60 seconds. Right, um, I've so certainly I've seen, seen that as well. Side Nor have I. the The only um, issue that I've ever had with it not working is when people won't do it, <laughs> and, right. and nothing works if you don't do it. And, and so, you know, it, it doesn't always seem to be the tool for everybody. But when people are willing to be open minded and give it a chance, I think certainly I've seen extraordinary results. As have I, as have most practitioners who are experienced and seasoned and know how to problem solve if they get stuck in the process. Right. That, that's certainly true as well, that we want to be open and sensitive to what the individual is going through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, it's interesting, at least in my experience, that people start with one issue and then it turns out that it's not quite that issue. And and that can bubble up very quickly in, a, in an EFT session, in my experience. So we can uh, begin to work on perhaps what's underlying the original complaint, like perhaps they thought they were anxious about something, and it turns out they're really angry about something else, and that could have been longstanding. Yes, but we it, are very complicated beings, and often our emotions <laughs> are, are uh, all thrown in the same hopper about the same event. And sometimes when you clear one emotion, 
it's almost like it makes room for the next emotion to surface. Right, right. It's, uh, it allows it just to, as I say, bubble up, and mm-hmm. then you can clear that. And then sometimes if you can clear one, you've cleared several. That can often happen, yeah. Yes. And, and what always stuns me is, is once these negative emotions have been dissipated, there's this natural insight and wisdom that arises within the person. Oh, and it, it's as though we're clearing the field around them a little bit, and this makes more psychological space, the energetic space, for them to think right. about the problem from another perspective that feels much better. Right. Their own natural wisdom emerges, their natural creativity, their natural problem solving, which sometimes they didn't even realize was there. It emerges, and that's always very beautiful to see, I think. And um, um, we need to take another short break now. This is Dr. Linda Sanicola, and we'll be right back with my guest, Patricia Butler, talking about energy psychology. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You may know how to make money, but do you know how to manage it and make it work for you? That's where the Financial You Radio Show comes in. Host Annette Rayner and her guests will show you how to keep your financial future in check. Money matters in just about every part of your life. doesn't matter if you work for a Fortune 500 company or the neighborhood store. Your financial goals can be realized. Listen for The Financial You every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel because your money matters. Are you happy with your financial life or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again? Hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. We are visiting with our guest, Patricia Butler, today on the subject of energy psychology. And Pat, I wanted to get back to um, what happens in a a typical energy psychology session. I, I don't think we quite finished up that. Can you share more with us, please? Oh, I'd be happy to. 
Well, different practitioners of the more than two dozen modalities will use these tools differently. But I'll tell you how I do a typical session. And what I do is I, I follow a fairly comprehensive set of steps in order to maximize the outcome. And uh, I'll just very quickly go through them. First of all, I want to hear about the issue so that I can get a feel for what this client is thinking about and what they're feeling and what the different aspects of the problem are. Then I have them rate their level of disturbance on a 0 to 10 scale. And we're usually looking for issues that are in the 7, 8, 9, 10 range. That gives us a, a benchmark against which to compare any results we might get. And we need it because we're talking about things that are very intangible, thoughts and emotions and, and energy. What we do next is we prep their system for change. So I have a tool that I use called muscle testing or energy testing that helps me find out if there are certain what I call foundational energy patterns that often have to do with polarities in the body. And we want to find those and reset any that may be out of place. These are patterns that are good for all of us, no matter what our issues are. Once those are in place, we identify and treat any subconscious blocks to healing. These are called psychological reversals, and most of us get them relative to a disturbing thought. And these are thoughts like, is it possible for me to heal from this? Is it safe to get over this problem? Do I deserve to be over this problem? And there are several others that we can check. When we find those through this process of muscle testing or energy testing, there's a simple way to dissolve them. And that's like getting roadblocks out of the way. Then what we do is if we're working with the meridian system, I have the client tune into the problem. So it means they're thinking about it, again, to the degree that's comfortable for them. And I start to tap on usually the beginnings or ends of my own acupuncture system, my, my meridians, so that they know where to tap on themselves. And sometimes what we do is we tell the story. We talk about what they saw, what they experienced, what they thought, what they felt, while we're tapping on these points. And we might tap on anywhere from 8 to 10, 12 points on the body. Most of them are, on, are bilateral. They're on two sides of the body. I often have them do a very simple, maybe one-minute brain integration exercise, which looks kind of silly, but it has a person move their eyes in certain ways because the eyes are an extension of the brain, and we're kind of like loosening up the system. Um, it might have them hum because humming activates the right brain, and then count because counting activates the left brain, and we want that whole brain supporting this this effort, you know, of using energy psychology. So tapping, a little brain exercise and tapping is what we would consider to be one round of treatment. And it might take two minutes. And it looks bizarre. This, this does not have face value in terms of Western psychotherapy. Right. But after that, I'll have the client think about the problem and re-rate the charge level. And typically what happens is somebody might drop from a 10 to a 7 or a 10 to an 8. And then what we'll do is we'll do another round of tapping. 
and it might drop to a four. And we do another round of trapping, tapping, and it might drop down to a two, and then we knock it out. Everybody has their own pattern of healing and rate of healing, and it's whatever is right from that for them is what we do. On very, very rare occasions, I've seen somebody go 10 to zero in one round of, tra- of tapping, which is just stunning to me. Yes, yes. So that's how I do mm-hmm. a session. Mm-hmm. And I think um, it sounds like you take a very comprehensive approach and, and really try and map out exactly what the issue is that the person has and how, then begin to approach it in the best way to resolve that particular issue. Yes. Yes. I do. Some <laughs> of the energy psychologies don't um, work so closely with psychological reversals. Some of them don't do the prep work with the foundational patterns, and they may still get results. But I've found a pathway that is um, pretty much the system taught by ASEP, which is this international organization of professionals, that seems to really get good results. <laughs> Not that the other systems don't. This is the pathway that works for me as a practitioner. Right, and I think that's important as well. We have to yeah. all work within the framework of what what our training allows and what we're comfortable with. And I think also know when to refer. You know, when is this problem uh, uh, not best suited for the type of skills that I might have? <clears throat> well, I'm actually glad you brought that up because it seems like there are three levels of practitioners uh, because anybody can learn energy psychology. First, you've got the psychotherapists, uh, the behavioral health professionals, which would be psychiatrists, psychologists, social workers, mental health counselors, marriage and family therapists. These are people with psychotherapy background. And so they use energy psychology within whatever their therapeutic modalities are. That's one level. That would be me. (laughs) That would be you, absolutely. And the next level would be what we call allied health practitioners. So these might be physicians who aren't psychiatrists, nurses and nurse practitioners, um, chiropractors, acupuncturists, people who work typically at the physical health level but recognize that the body-mind is one system. And so they, they want additional tools to help their clients with uh, relieving stress. By the way, this tool also has applications for pain relief. Now, somebody like me, a psychotherapist, would never turn off a pain signal that has not been evaluated by a physician. We don't do that. But with chronic pain, um, sometimes we've seen some interesting things happen when people start tapping. So that would be the second level. And the third level would be people who are not uh, licensed to work with the public in terms of physical health or, or mental health, but they may be very, very gifted at using energy psychology to help people with a wide array of challenges. And we absolutely need every one of them. You know, again, there are 7 billion of us, many of us uh, suffering. And so these folks are terrific to use it as, as coaches, as helping people attain personal goals, as relieving a lot of different stress, sometimes even trauma. So those are the three levels of practitioners. And depending on what your issue is, you want to figure out what level of practitioner you want to go to. Right. And certainly if there's one thing that I've learned in 30 years of practice, and that is one size does not fit all. 
That is so true. Um, can you share with us a little bit about uh, the science about how this works? Well, we're actually making some progress in that area. Uh, I shouldn't say we because it's not me. It's the, it's the brilliant scientists out there who are drawn to this work. We know a couple of things from Harvard, actually, that studied what happens when you stimulate acupuncture points. We know that whether you use needles or you tap on these points or you massage them, your brain and body will begin to launch its own natural endorphins and serotonin and something called GABA, gamma aminobutyric acid. And these are chemicals that make us feel better and they calm us. So working in the energy level triggers activity in the biochemical level. The second thing we know, I believe also from Harvard, is that stimulating acupuncture points calms the activity in the limbic system of our brain. And the limbic system has different components in it that are highly involved in how we process and react to emotions and how we store that emotional information. So when we tap on acupuncture points, we are calming that, that limbic system. So that's the second piece, more on an energetic, biochemical, organic level. I should say structural. And then I, I went to a conference this year out in Phoenix uh, for ASEP, and one of the keynote speakers was a man named Bruce Ecker, who has written about a subject called memory reconsolidation in which they've identified that the brain's neurons might actually lay down new structure and new code to replace the old code. So again, what's happening is we are changing the pairing between a thought or a memory and the emotion with which it's been (laughs) correlated. And we can take somebody to a thought that connects with a very disturbing anger, frustration, hurt, sadness, shock, to being able to think of the same thought and which has now become paired with the state of calmness. That's the essence of energy psychology. And um, so the science is, is actually growing. We're and happy to have it. it. It gives us more credibility. And I think it um, goes with some of the new research that's come out in the field of neuroplasticity recently and um, some of the work that shows indeed that those pathways can be changed, which in the past we thought, no, that wasn't possible, and now we're seeing really quite remarkable information emerge. That is so true. We are not fixed beings. We are in a constant state of flux and change, and uh, and I, I agree with you. Neuroplasticity is... is uh, an important subject for us to think about in terms of energy psychology. Right. Um, Now, I think we need to take another short break, our last one. And uh, this is Dr. Linda Sanicola. We'll be back with our guest, Patricia Butler, talking about energy psychology. And uh, one of the things maybe we can talk about at that time is to help people find a practitioner. What should they look for in a practitioner? So we'll be right back. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? 
Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you looking to get unstuck from the rut that has seemingly become your life? Move ahead by tuning in to Psychopedia, life principles to help you get unstuck. Host Dr. Jeffrey Shaw and his guests will help with the encouragement you need to make that forward move. Guests include therapists, financial advisors, and more, as well as shared stories of hope from the listening audience. Psychopedia, life principles to help you get unstuck can be heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back. We are chatting with our energy psychology expert, guest Patricia Butler. And uh, before we get to... Um, our resources, we want to talk a little bit about research because, you know, this can sound kind of woo-woo-like stuff. And and as you've mentioned, when you see uh, someone in a session with with these techniques, it looks a little weird. So, um, you know, can you, can you help us understand what research is going on out there so that would, we know what's... I would what's, be glad to, yeah. Um, over the last 10 or 15 years, the field has actually collected a pretty impressive body of research from over 100 investigators in at least seven different countries. And 60 of those studies have been published. Um, 59 of those, of those 60 were found to be st- statistically significant in terms of the effectiveness of energy psychology. But most important is that we have got 18 research studies that use the gold standard for research, and those are randomized controlled trials. Um, and all this research can be found on the ASEP website, which is energypsych.org. But I want people to know that this has been used with the orphans who survived the horrible Rwandan genocide in 1994, Dr. Carolyn Sakai and other Treatment practitioners actually went there and worked with orphans, and they found major differences resulted from a single treatment session. It's been used with victims of the Kosovo War in 2000, Hurricane Katrina in 2005, 
it's been used with thousands of veterans, although not formally underneath the VA umbrella. And um, one of the most well-known practitioners, Nick Ortner, whose website I think you mentioned, The Tapping Solution, lives in the uh, Sandy Hook, Newtown area of Connecticut, and he and a and colleagues have used this tool with some of the folks who survived that, uh, or who lost children to that horrific school shooting. So there's a lot of research. It continues to grow, and we want people to know that this is a well-researched, very effective tool. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Nick Ortner has also teamed up with some of the people in Rwanda in a joint project to help both populations in their healing, and and one of the um, wonderful things about some of the techniques like EFT is that it can be used via Skype, via telephone, and with a larger audience, it doesn't have to be just one-on-one, and people can still benefit if, if people together are dealing with the same general issue. That's true. That's true. Um, everybody will benefit to some degree if, if it's done in a, in a group setting uh, because it is very calming to the system. Individual problems may or may not dissolve in a group setting. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they need more individual treatment, but that's a really good point. Right, and, and then if they don't dissolve, then you have the information that you need to say, oh, I need a little individual work here on right. that. Right. Um, and. And um, what do you think is the most important thing people should know about energy psychology? Well, that we are learning more and more about how we're made and how we operate, and that we are more self-healing than most people realize. We've just needed the tools. Right now, we are all living through this time of great transition here on Earth, and we have got to find the most effective, simple, elegant ways of healing so that we can manage all the stress that we're under. And I think that energy psychology brings an important piece to the table. Yes, it certainly does. Um, and um, as you've suggested, there are many ways to use it and many ways to enhance healing with that. Um, can you tell us what should people look for if they are looking for an energy psychology practitioner? Um, Depending on the degree of the problem, if it's something fairly significant, I would look for a licensed clinician. Again, a psychologist, a, a mental health professional in some way, who has had one or better yet two levels of training in energy psychology, Better yet, they are credentialed uh, in this field, and ASEP, the organization I've referred to, provides people a credential for psychotherapists, which is called a diplomat in comprehensive energy psychology, or they could be a certified energy health practitioner. Those would be non-behavioral health professionals. Um, But there are people who are outstanding in this field who are not licensed clinicians. They are really, really good at this work. So look for somebody who's got um, a couple levels of training and who's used it for a a good period of time so they know how to make this thing work and they know how to problem solve. Talk to friends and colleagues and find out if anybody's been to see this person and how did they like them and and were they effective with this tool. So it it depends on a person's 
needs. And I think the credentialing and the training from from whatever uh, avenue seems to be appropriate to the to the practitioner, that's the main thing. You want to make sure they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and that they have experience working with what your problem is. Yes. You know, well, that's um, a really good point because some people can use it to help with weight loss or addictions, and other people just don't have background in those issues. Some are great with trauma, but maybe they don't deal so much with relationships that people are involved in. So really good point. And in the coming weeks, we're going to have various EFT specialists visit with us, and they will be dealing with um, our next week where I have... Kathy Hamilton, who's our happy tappy girl. She's a happiness coach. And in the following weeks, we'll have people who specialize in finance and relationships and, as you say, weight loss. Each one has their own niche that is incredibly valuable to people. Well, I strongly so, uh, encourage your listeners to, to hear those programs and just to learn as much about this tool and its applications as they can. That's great. Yes, it's exciting to to hear what people are doing and how they're making this work for themselves. Is there a quick reference that you can give us for um, finding a practitioner? Um, A couple of quick sites. One of them I have mentioned before, energypsych.org, which is the site for the Association for Comprehensive Energy Psychology. You can find a practitioner through there. You can find out more about the tool and about research. There's another one called EFTUniverse.com, which you mentioned, which is the primary site for emotional freedom technique, one form of energy psychology. Um, there is the stressproject.org, which I hope that your veteran listeners can go look at. Uh, this tells about work done with thousands of veterans, and there are actually some videos of the work with veterans on this site. And... Um, that's an important site, and probably one of the best writers on energy psychology is Dr. David Feinstein. He is a clinical psychologist, and his website is innersource.net. Okay, he has great. done a lot to collect all this information into really good papers. And I, I want to make sure people know they can reach you at patricia.butler at orlandohealth.com. And thank you so much. Pat, for enriching and enlightening information that you have shared with us today. And once again, you can reach Pat at patricia.butler at orlandohealth.com. Next week, please join us as we speak with EFT expert Kathy Hamilton, the happy tappy girl, whose mission is connecting people with their own inner superhero so that they become their own champion for inner happiness. I like to close with a quote each week, and today I share Nikola Tesla's words, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 